Welcome back to We Ruined Everything. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla. And I'm David. And uh, we've been on kind of a hiatus for a little bit. Uh, I think we all are a little bit. We're getting back into it. We are. How are you doing? I'm pretty good right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So um, like uh, many people on social media, we've been binging a lot of uh, entertainment. Yeah. A lot. Catching up on stuff, watching stuff that has been on our list. Right. Some of it's really good. Some of it's pretty terrible. Probably not going to talk about the terrible, though. No, but maybe a worth a mention to (laughs) avoid. (laughs) Um, I guess, yeah. So hopefully everybody's doing okay and everybody's staying safe. Um, I guess we'll start off with... Well, we've we've gotten a couple like we talked about getting a couple of streaming services. I'm sure most people have. Yeah, we got we got some extras, we got some freebies, and then we just decided to keep paying for a few months too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember Shutter was one of the ones that had like a 30 day free trial, which I took advantage of, which was really really nice. Is that the beginning? You did. I have not necessarily been in the mood for a whole bunch of. Uh, scary movies or tv shows or whatever which is why we also got dc universe yes which has been pretty really good there's a lot of really good shows hidden in that it's gems. right we got it pretty much for the harley quinn animated series yeah. but we've stuck around for some of the other stuff yeah to start off we'll talk about harley quinn which has been a really really good show right they're in season two right now season two but we've been season one in like a couple of days we did it's only like 12 or 13 episodes, something like that. Probably yeah. Less. And it's it's really funny and really smart. Yes. It is an adult uh, yeah, cartoon. This is very like adult swim type of cartoon. Like it's a Rick and yeah. Morty. I wouldn't recommend kids watch it, but I'd recommend everybody else who likes, you know, the character or just likes funny, just really absurd humor. It sort of starts off the same storyline that um, the Birds of Prey movie did in terms of which at some point we'll do a review of that at some point are we still not yeah we we've talked about it okay we've, it's worth watching so it was hard to quinn the tv show okay yeah is that all we've done is just give it a shout out yeah okay <laughs> but in terms of harley breaking up with joker yeah that's, the, so, that's the first episode yeah that's the first episode that's you know the first 10 minutes of it has a lot of really Birds really of prey cool voice actors that we know yes um i think harley quinn is kaylee cuoco which is weird i didn't expect yes. much from that pairing <laughs> but it's actually really she does a really good job yeah um one of our favorites is poison ivy lake bell i love lake bell yeah, she's awesome uh another one of our favorites is joker uh, alan tudyk who's in <gasps> everything now. i forgot he was joker yeah he's jo- and he's gonna is in another show that we're gonna talk about later doom patrol also he's he's in yes. a lot of stuff Yes. His voiceovers. Are is great. he this generation's Nick Cage where he's just in everything? I mean, Nick Cage is still around. I know, but he's not in as much stuff as he was like 10, he's 15 like years Samuel ago. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Because Samuel Jackson's in everything, especially like geek related and nerd related. <laughs> That's true. Jason Alexander is also one of the voices in the Harley Quinn cartoon. Oh, yeah, I and that I he is. only see him as like. George Costanza doing a voice <laughs> in a cartoon. I don't know why I cannot separate him from his character or whatever. I mean, he's still pretty much that character, just old and sure. grizzled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ron Funch is a comedian that uh, has done some good stuff that we like. Is in that too. He plays King Shark. Oh, oh yes, yes. And King Shark is one of the 
funnest characters on there. Was well, he was a voice in something else recently, wasn't he? Uh, Final Space season two. That's right. He was also a big brute guy. <laughs> That's right. Who was sensitive in his heart. Much like King Shark. King Shark, like King Shark, Clayface are awesome in there. Who plays um, the the brain guy? Brain guy. The the smart the guy. Little guy. Uh, Doctor Psycho. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, is that his name? Yeah. Not exactly sensitive, but neither I mean, is that he character. Has psychic powers. Yes. That's what it's in reference to. I don't know sure. if that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes it okay, but yeah. Tony Hale, who I'm not hundred percent sure who he is. Oh, okay. I, oh, I have IMDB opened up right now. I'm looking. Uh, he's in Veep, Arrested Development. He played Buster Bluth. Oh. I've never You would know him if you saw him. Yeah. Is there a picture of him there? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he's been in Toy Story 4. He's Forky. Yeah. I didn't know he was Forky. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Forky's in it. That's, I wouldn't have put that together. Uh, Kite Man is really good in this show. Yeah. One of the weirdest Batman villains. Back when they were just like making villains. Like, I think for a while they just kind of made villains. Yeah, inanimate object plus man. Yeah, it's it's like dartboards. Or animal, I guess, plus man. Oh, yeah, J.B. Smooth plays Frank the Plant, which is like a Audrey <laughs> 2 type character. There's a lot of good... Christopher Maloney's Commissioner Gordon. All right. Alan Tudyk also plays Clayface. Oh. Why did we, why did we not know that? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's a master of voice disguises he is he's man i that is surprising to me that's really surprising but it's a really fun show and i've enjoyed it a whole lot it's been mm-hmm. it's been one of those shows that's got me out of a funk it has been a nice escape yeah it's just a really really great show i recommend it. although they handle some heavy topics yeah, in some it episodes not, it is really really well which is surprising yes for what it is Yes. Um, it's still comedic, but I would say they do tastefully some sensitivity handle some. To yeah. Yeah. Just like a weak trial you can get of DC Universe. I'd recommend that show. Yeah. It's a quick watch for the first season. You'll probably stick around for the second just like they did with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the reason we started. The, yeah. <laughs> we had bad timing, yeah. I guess. It's <laughs> like right when we finished watching it. Hey, first episode's coming next week. It's like, ah, oh, hell. Well, now we got to keep it for a few more months. We do, yeah. So, because we've kept it for a few more months... We've also been able to binge some other shows off of it, like Doom Patrol, which we've already mentioned, that has Alan Tudyk in it. Also, he plays a, a weird uh, narrator slash antagonist, and they're the same person. It's it's a weird show, but it's great. It is. Um, yeah, I don't know what to compare it to. It kind of has an x-men feel to it in the terms of i think there was a whole thing about that that was the progenitor of like a lot of the x-men tropes x-men might be a copy of that one maybe because you have i'm not sure which one came first scholarly professor type person in a wheelchair yeah who kind of collects and gathers mutants or people people who are different into his old creepy mansion and tries to um, help them come to terms with who they are. They have for mentioned Professor is also sketchy in or, terms of what he wants. <laughs> yes. He, he puts a very benevolent face forward, but, you know, you find out throughout the show that, oh, maybe 
maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be. Which mm-hmm. I think in a lot of the better adaptations of X-Men, that's what Professor X has always also been. I mean, I think you want everybody to have depth, depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and some different uh, angles. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say. You want to have, you I can't have find some words. gravitas, some pathos. Some other thesaurus words yes. <laughs> that I can't look up at the moment. <laughs> These are good SAT words. Yeah. Um, it has Brendan Fraser in it, yeah, which is which great is, to see him sort I was of sometimes. a big sometimes. fan of him. And then, yeah, when he disappeared for reasons. Yeah. I, I was, I, I'm glad that he's back in acting. And he does a really good job. With this character, yeah. who's a, who should be a very unlikable character. He is a... An a-hole, if there ever was one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. But, um, again, the way he plays him, he's, I don't know. He's like that lovable a-hole. That every, that it's, uh, when you do it well, it's great. Yes. Uh, I think the one that it reminds me of the most is like uh, Mass Effect 1, uh, Rex. He's that kind of character where he's just, <laughs> just this piece of crap that's gruff and you just kind of love him and you want to keep talking to him. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Th- those kind of characters are great. Um the chief, the the Professor X, if you will, is Timothy Dalton. That's right. Who's like 73 years old. He never ages. Yeah. I think he stopped aging at like 57, he looks maybe. slightly older than he did when he was in Bond back in the early 90s. Slightly, I know. Slightly. It, he's, the, he's the dude in Hot Fuzz, right? Yeah, he's okay. the, uh, the chieftain of the town, I guess. Yeah, I thought he owned the the He's the elder market. of the town, yeah. Yeah. He's like one of the big uh, investors there or something. Anyway, he's the I big baddie in that. it. Yeah. Matt Bomer plays a <gasps> That's cool character. right. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is just physical. Mm-hmm. Because you don't see his face. You don't. That's the same for Brendan Fraser's character, yeah. too, uh, Cliff. They are both in full costume most of the series. There, half the time. Yeah, or is it like like Pedro Pascal in Mandalorian? <laughs> Mandalorian. He shows up sometimes. Or he's like, I yeah. It's mostly like John Wayne's grandson or something, something, right? We can playing. Go find, we find out, but uh, yeah. And Diane Guerrero plays Jane, who is one of the leads. And I wasn't aware of, of her for a while, but I guess she's been in a lot of the shows you like, like Jane the Virgin stuff like that. Yeah, I watched the first few seasons of Jane the Virgin, and she's the best friend in it. And um not likable in that tv show but she does a great job in this show because she has to play several different characters yeah very much she... orphan it reminds me more from lack yeah april balby plays elastigirl or brow yeah browby okay i hope i pronounced that right yeah she... she's like the perennial best friend right yeah yeah she's usually the pretty chick but like in uh drop dead diva she's the best friend of the main character there whose name is also jane i don't think there's a connection but well, i can probably make it yeah. <laughs> cyborg's in it too which is awesome yes. i like this iteration of cyborg yeah this is what i kind of wanted out of cyborg in the Justice League movies. He seems more like the older teenager, young adult that he's supposed to be. A Teen Titans cartoon. He seems like that cyborg, except in real life. I'm saying seems to be, even though I've never read the comics, but... I never read the comics either. <laughs> okay. I only know him from Teen Titans, the TV show cartoon. Okay. <laughs> and not the new one, like the old one that was better. I don't know. To me, it was better. I'll take your word for it. Played by Jovan Wade, who's English. Oh, yeah, so he's doing an American accent? Yeah, I guess so. Well, he does a good job. Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. 
Well, cool. But the Dutton's also, it's such a weird show. And it kind of like Harley Quinn tackles a lot of very sensitive issues and does way better than it has any right to do with them, which is. It really does. Doom Patrol addresses um, a lot of marginalized people in terms of race and sexuality and and not gender in the, and not and, in the x-men movies ways yeah again in a, in a tactful way in a way that i like to see in a way that i wish more things were yes often when there are things that we like but we criticize them because we're like yeah they talk about this but they don't really talk about it well it's, this no, show would be one of those things where i'm like okay they they talk about it whatever it is and they're doing it well. It's not window dressing. It's This is the meat of the story and mm-hmm. the point they're trying to make. It's complex. It's nuanced at times. It's also just a TV show, so it's not like they can yeah. go into it's, a lot of different things. It's very well done. It's and There are moments it's of levity. It's such a weird show for this to happen with. And I think that's all of those things coming together make me really love the show. I did. I highly recommend this. And in terms of the issues it addresses, we also watched October Faction on Netflix. This is an aside, but yeah. It it is. And I don't really want to get into that show as much, but it, it also has to do with people kind of with superpowers or whatever to an extent. Um, and they also bring up issues of, race and sexism and uh me too issues and sexuality but like as just hey these are hot button words yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna bring them up they don't do a good job with it and i don't know how to describe the differences <laughs> other than it just seems like they're trying to you know ride the coattails of some it's sjw movement yeah. It uses these things as buzzwords just to get you in. Just to say, hey, look, we're tackling these issues, but it doesn't really have anything to say about them. doesn't have anything of worth to do with any of them. And Doom Patrol is those things is the inside out. Yeah. It is very emotionally intelligent about what it's saying. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why that comes out so much better there. Yeah. So Doom Patrol, highly recommend. October Faction, not so much. Not so much. Or you just have it on in the background. Yeah. I mean, it's a Monster Hunter show, too. But yeah, That was originally on our list to talk about, and then we just kind of, let's give it a little, eh. yeah. But Doom Patrol's awesome. Harley Quinn, awesome. And one of the other things we watch is uh, Swamp Thing. On there. <gasps> yes, so I love Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. I think I liked it more than you did. I, I know. There's only one season of it. It's I'm not even so a full sad. season, it looks. I think I was, was right. Was it not? No. They can't. They cut it off at like mid-season? Oh, there's still like two episodes to go, I think. Because I can't imagine where it stopped is the season finale. I don't know. I mean, I thought they were... So that's the caveat I would say with even watching this is that it kind of just ends. It sucks because it's... it's, I'm not disappointed by it. I like the show. I just... (laughs) It it tries really hard to be a horror show. Mm -hmm. Like it has the music. It has a lot of the set dressings. So... Going back to Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol has episodes that happen in our scary movies. Right. And like they look, they sound, they are scary movies. They are mm-hmm. horrific in terms of the way the mood and everything else are. And this one. Suspenseful. Yeah. That kind of creepy feeling. And this one wants to do that, but doesn't ever do that. The camera angles are too, are very TV show. Yeah. Some of the direction in some of the episodes. Yeah, lighting is very TV show in some places. Yeah. Like, some darkness would have helped. I know we like. On our private lives, when we watch Game of Thrones, we like whined about the dark episode in the last season. But like that would have helped <laughs> Swamp Thing a little bit more. It is 
I'm going to bring that up in it, a minute, but keep going. It is ostensibly <laughs> about a monster. Yeah. Um, fighting monsters, like... You know, yeah, yeah. Who's the real monster? The slimy green thing or the people that created him? Turns out it's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the monster is in you. But it was good. Wasn't what I was expected. I still enjoyed it very whole bunch. Yes, it could have been better. And I'm, I think mentally and even out loud, we kept comparing it to Doom Patrol a little bit and yeah, how Doom Patrol just felt like. A movie that Doom they Patrol, like each episode was its own it seemed expensive yeah yeah it did and then swamp thing felt a little bit cheap next to it however i still enjoyed it a lot and would have enjoyed more seasons and i i really don't understand why they canceled it um i think it just landed on a weird place where like i think warner brothers was merging with at&t and it just got the cut just got axed big companies ruin everything I mean, I'd still say watch Swamp Thing, but uh, I'd go watch Doom Patrol first because it's so good. Anything else you want to say about Swamp Thing? Though? Well, no, I was just trying to think. I was like, is it the new Firefly? <laughs> oh, it gets canceled after. Yeah, but if you go back and watch Firefly, which I love, it also is not that good. <laughs> like, I, there wasn't a I lot enjoy it a lot. I, mean, I know, I know, show. I know. That's true. Even when people say Firefly, say, go watch Cowboy Bebop first. That's the better Firefly. Um, I, I love Firefly. I'm not dissing Firefly at all. I'm not either. I love, I'm just, I love no, Firefly. No, I just I wanted to clarify, just in case there are any hardcore yeah, but, Firefly stands out there who want to. But yeah, I, I'd go and get at least a trial of DC Universe and try out Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol. You can binge those pretty quick. Yeah. They're they're not long seasons. Well, Swamp Thing too. Swamp Thing, yeah, but if you don't have time for Swamp Thing, I understand. No, <laughs> don't forget Swampy. Uh, it, all of them are very short. You can watch them; it's good. So that kind of leads us into yeah, talking about horror of Swamp Thing. So I was just going to say that uh, with Swamp Thing, you were talking about it trying to be kind of a horror TV show, and just kind of, yeah. Maybe missed the mark a little bit there, but we have binged a lot of scary TV shows or horror movies or whatever you want to say, which kind of leads us into an episode of I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we watched some good. We got to watch stuff that you loved. Well, yes. So in you addition to, to getting DC Universe to stream, you also got Shudder. We got Shudder. And Shudder's had, I mean, we tried out uh, Creepshow. Yeah. One episode into it. Uh, one episode, but Maybe it had multiple two. stories? I think, it? yeah, it had two. Each episode has two stories in it. Okay. Two, it's an anthology series with two episodes, and which is pretty good. They were good enough. I didn't want anything hardcore scary, so <laughs> it was good enough for me. Yeah, we got this early on in our... Uh, in our stay home adventure. It felt a little are you afraid of the darkish? Yeah, it's it's not hard horror. It's no. fun. Yes. Spooky horror. Yes. Spoopy, if you will. Yes. Um they're the kind of scary stories you tell at sleepovers or whatever. Yeah. And it, and that was fun. Uh and we saw one thing well, okay. I just combined the title thing we watched with the sins i was trying to say what i was trying to say is something that i had really wanted to watch because we had seen a trailer for it in the movie theater before everything got shut down was uh one cut of the dead yeah which is 
a it's a scary movie it's a cheap horror movie yes is the way the trailer looks zombies one take yeah which kind of blew my mind yeah and so we watched it and we we're like well this is cute like they did a good job for it was obviously low budget and uh they did it in one take but and there was some weird parts to it but i was like oh I, I liked it i enjoyed it and then you went to turn it off and we realized we were only a third of the way through the movie yeah it has it runs credits <laughs> right at the re- so i guess we're gonna kind of we're gonna try not to ruin plot points but we are gonna say it is more than just that little movie that's a segment of the movie it is and it's not an anthology movie it is one story yes told in multiple ways it got slow in the middle yeah i think we fast after forwarded the a lot credits rolled for the that first was my time. mistake <laughs> but then the end of it really picked up again it and brings I, it right around and yes it recontextualizes everything that you've seen and it's great so i think first third of the movie good second third of the movie slow and i'm not really sure because again we slow fast forward and cumbersome over. and just but then the third part of the movie excellent joy it Loved is it. absolutely <laughs> smile inducing yes just awesome and it, it, you have those moments when you're just like oh that's why that happened oh okay cool yes yes and questions will be answered it's kind of a love story to making movies yeah yeah very much so yeah. Talk, artists who maybe feel like they have to uh, sell out yeah a lot or you know compromise their artistic integrity um to get something accomplished yeah and it's it's also about compromising with other vi- people who have who are trying to help you bring your vision to fruition. Yeah. It's it's really great. It's a really sweet, good movie. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And actually talking about it now makes me happy. I kinda wanna go back and watch it again. Just to see the middle part of the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's subtitled. It's uh It is, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's yeah. a great film. Um I think it's gonna be a lot of people's favorite when you watch it. Not favorite of all time, but it's it, it'll make you smile. <laughs> it'll make you it'll make you leave going like, hell yeah dude go create something you love so watch the first part stick it out in the middle and then you'll be rewarded at the end oh yeah you'll be super rewarded at the end it's a zombie movie ostensibly yes um keeping with that whole thing uh we watched kingdom Uh, season two which also can be subtitled but we watched the dub i watched the dub version kayla usually goes back and watches the subtitle version yeah because you're very refined i well some things get lost in translation the first sometimes like the first season we watched it dubbed and i went back yeah and watched it subtitled and there were things where i was like oh okay i yeah i missed that the first time around or whatever so it helps um but it it was so good it It was so good and it wraps up um the main storyline on this season it really does and i thought i was like oh it's just gonna be a two season thing but they they set it up so that they could have a third season it's one of those things like in movies where they have a legitimate end to it but they're like they leave it open yeah like you don't need the rest of it because you've had your story ended i mean i need more oh yeah i'd say <laughs> but like if you stopped here if for some reason there isn't a third season it's still a full show yeah it's oh it's so good and so after the first season i was really 
nervous I mean, that that's um, the second season would not live up to the first season. I mean, that's what happened with Stranger Things with us, right? It happens with so many TV shows, really. Just Flash. so many. Or sequels to movies we love or, you know, whatever. It's rare when you have a sequel that lives up and even surpasses yes. first seasons. D- did you enjoy the second season of Kingdom that much? That it, you thought it might surpass the first one? Uh, I thought it had a lot more nuance and character. Mm-hmm. And I like that part. I still think I like the season. There was one. a lot more politics. Yeah, I think, and that's in this one. I'm, I'm always eh, there with that stuff. Well, and not in a way that I think is boring. No, it's very. <laughs> it was very uh, intriguing. It's it's about yeah. intrigue this time. Yeah, which you kind of have to do because when it gets big on this season, it gets giant. Yeah, like they go all out on the and it the. The zombies are not the biggest problem no, facing all of our characters. No. Bureaucracy. <laughs> huh. This is a show you have to be in the right mood to watch. Yes. I We have seemed to fallen into that trap quite a lot over the past month, month and a half, where we start watching something and we're like, huh, this, this hits a little too close to home. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> it is a very escapist version of you know the, the thing that just kind of lets you escape into a different world where things are kind of the same but different enough this is a good show for that yeah, yeah. i mean so, zombie movies in general are good for a lot of societal things so that's the crux of what they why they work sure yeah. sure and this one really does highlight how the government handles things like outbreaks of diseases yeah, but it also shows how people can come together Oh, absolutely. And stand against it. And you, yeah, you need to work together. Just to briefly recap, because I don't think Kingdom's as popular as some of the other things we've talked about. The first season was about... Probably I mean, more I know, popular than Doom Patrol. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have no concept of what people... Because I don't see Kingdom talked about anywhere. Yeah, the first season was talked about in pretty good amounts places. Yeah, and so it's... The first season is you have a prince who's title to the throne is being challenged his father's really sick the king um and so there's a little bit of mystery going on with like where is the king what's going on his young queen um is maybe having the baby that could challenge you know our main character's chance at the throne or whatever um and maybe not that our main character cares about that at all but then there is um this zombie disease outbreak and uh, dead people come back to life at night and so uh, it's spreading throughout the country Um, they're fighting it there's um, a young nurse who's trying to figure out what's going on Um, so it's a lot of the war stuff I just read in mm -hmm. it's in the Joseon period a few years after Japanese uh, invasion of Korea Oh, so they're like reeling from war at this point okay um, that that is, explains a lot more. Stuff. Yeah. It, it, the people are starving, which is uh, a big catalyst, actually, for how the disease spreads. Yeah. Um, and so then at the end of the first season, all of a sudden, you find out that the zombies are awake during daytime and nighttime now, not just during um, nighttime. And so then second season, we're trying to deal with these zombies who keep growing and keep uh coming into more and more populated areas well the numbers keep growing i don't think the zombies themselves grow yes thank you for clarifying 
And, uh, but then we get all this political intrigue with the queen and her family and their grab at the throne and the kingdom and what is, you know, our main character, the prince, going to do about that and how's he going to save his country from the greedy people trying to take over and also from, you know, these zombies <laughs> and also feed the country and just, uh, what's going to happen and it was really exciting and I loved it a lot there were some excellent action scenes in it which I am not always a fighting action scene kind of gal I am all about that life but uh there there's just some excellent things oh something you said earlier about Game of Thrones and the dark episode <laughs> there was one episode during the second se season of Kingdom where there are zombies who run out of the dark and it's true. But they're well lit. You can see what's happening. And I was like, that's how you do it. That's how Game of Thrones should have done it. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> the show's great. And it has one of the most likable protagonists. Yes. A few of them, yeah. I would say. But I mean, the main, I guess the prince character. He's yes. great. Yeah. He is really well written. And even the, the people, like if you've seen the first season, watching the second season, the people you think are bad guys end up not being the bad guys or they have arcs yeah they or have, they they have some realistic characters yeah. who are kind of torn between well i'm being told one thing but i'm also being told this and who do i believe and you know where do my loyalties lie and like i said it, this is a show you need to watch in the right mindset because it is very timely yeah <laughs> uh it took us a while to Prescient? get through it is that what that word yeah, is Prescient. <laughs> um we didn't binge this one I couldn't. I I could have. Yeah, I, I think it was I messing with take, you a little bit more. <laughs> I need to take I need to take breaks in between episodes and come back to it. I though loved the character of the nurse. No, oh, the nurse is great. She is who's played by Beduna from. Um, she was in Cloud Atlas, right? That movie with Tom Hanks. Was she the main one of the main characters? She was the she... chick in the future. Oh, the. Uh... The, the 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 kind of clone, yeah, the dystopian yes. cyberpunk future, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, that one, not the yes, um, but uh, she's the nurse who's trying to figure everything out, and she's, I love it. She's incredibly smart. Um, they're relying on her for her medical expertise. Um, she's a scientist and, you know, methodically tries to figure out what is going on. Um, she rescues herself. <laughs> she doesn't need a man. Um, she's kind. She, um. She's very much the noir detective role of this. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They also, they have different protagonists that are equate to different forms of this genre of zombies movie. Mm hmm that's i just realized oh, yeah that. and we have awesome. the comedic relief in the the governor right who uh who's her 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 foil if you will <laughs> yeah he, he's a tag along he, he's yeah they're they are yeah it's a detective and the bumbling yeah. sidekick and then the main guy is the traditional you know war hero mm -hmm. and then you have the loner warrior type yeah. who i I feel like we didn't get enough of all this season, archetypes but were done like really, really well too. and with depth. And there's just feelings that I get from Justice League when we're the the Amazons are trying to protect 
the whatever it is that the dude's trying to steal. One of the only good scenes in Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they are sacrificing themselves wholeheartedly to try to, you know, save the whole universe. And so they are um, swinging down, hammering down the columns of this cave or whatever you want to. The feelings I get there are some of the feelings that I got in Kingdom when you have people who are out there sacrificing themselves for the other people they're with, for the good of the country, you know, just trying to stop the spread of this disease. Um, Again, you got to be in the right mindset to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we I'd recommend it. I like just with that caveat. Sorry, I'm gushing. It probably doesn't make any sense, but I I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd recommend it? Uh yes, yeah. yes I would wholeheartedly. Yeah, watch watch <laughs> the show. It, it is horror action with political intrigue in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend it. You recommend it, of course, uh, based on what you said. Um, <laughs> How many votes do I get? Did, I recommend it that much. One. I recommend, recommend it, it twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess keeping with the whole zombie thing we got going on, weirdly enough, in the middle of this hard time that all of us are going through, a, a, a game, because I've, I've had a hard time enjoying like stuff I used to enjoy, and I'm starting to get back into it. But I hadn't played a video game in a long time. And oddly enough, the game that brought me back and gave me a lot of joy was Resident Evil 2, the remake, which was odd. I didn't expect that to do that. But I like sat down and I binged <laughs> and marathon played hours of it and just lost myself in it. And it was great. It was a great. It is nice. Yeah. And I. Did you enjoy the first or not the first Resident Evil, but Resident Evil 2 the first time around? Yeah. So I played Resident Evil 2. Back in like 97, 98, something like that, on N64 when they ported it over. And I remember, and that's one of the things, it gave me a lot of nostalgia too. Uh, it was part of it. It was just like a really nice feel. Um, it, was a new ver it was a new version of a game I played, but it was enough of it was recognizable that I still got that, those nostalgic feels. And it, and it looks great, and it's awesome. And I, I'd recommend it if you, if you oh, haven't good. played it. Yeah. I'm not a huge Resident Evil fan, but I enjoyed watching little bits of it when I was in the room. And then and it looked good. Oh yeah, it's really fun. You showed me the comparisons <laughs> between the original game and this one. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's it's just it was it was odd to get that kind of I guess the same way Kingdom did for you I guess in a weird way. Yeah, like you wouldn't expect that would be the thing that you'd lose yourself into. Yeah, and then it helps you. Uh, it gives you a little bit of uh, levity in a weird way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It did. I Yeah. Kingdom really got me pumped, <laughs> which is what I kind of needed at the time. It's very yeah. cathartic in weird ways. And I, yeah. And I guess that's what the zombie genre is and when it's done right. It's catharsis from society. From sure. Yeah. Escapism or a critical look at what's going on or yeah. whatever you need at the time. Yeah. A little something for everything <laughs> and everyone. Um, so I guess just to go over again, get DC Universe, get the free trial <laughs> if you haven't tried it. Quick recap, yes. Yeah, watch Harley Quinn, watch Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, watch uh, Sneak Swamp Thing in there if you can if you have time. He's sneaky. Uh, maybe stay or stick around for season two of Harley Quinn because it's it's equally as good so yes. far. Uh, watch Kingdom. Yes, if you're in the right mindset. Yes. Uh, if you have, uh, yes. If you have, uh, your system that can play it. Resident Evil 2 is a good, the remake. Um, one Cut of the Dead. You one Cut it. of the Dead is 
one of the funnest movies you're going to see. Was Shudder the only place we could find that right now? Yeah, Shudder. It's exclusive right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, watch those things. And I guess uh, we want to end with some cool stuff we've been watching that have helped us yeah. in the current so what's, time frames. Yeah. What's been good for us? Yeah. What's good? Yeah. That's, that's what you wanted to call it. This segment is called What's Good. What's Good? It is your brainchild. I... Okay, I'll take it. If it continues, maybe you'll have a jingle too. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yes, it needs one. <laughs> so what's good? What's good with you, Kayla? Um. Okay, so I we've been watching some things, but I'll leave you to talk about it. One thing personally that I've been listening to is the podcast Staying In with Emily and Kumail. And uh, they are, if you've seen the movie Big, Big Buff Kumail. <laughs> yes, staying in with Big Buff Kumail. That has a whole different connotation, <laughs> I think, than Lucky Girl. I meant to. Uh, she seems excited about it <laughs> when she talks about it. So, but Kumail Nanjiani is um, from Silicon Valley, um, and a few movies recently, and he recently got Big Yes, Biggie Buff. He got Biggie <laughs> Buff. <laughs> he got that Marvel Buff. That's what you call it, Biggie Buff. <laughs> he did. Um, but his wife, Emily, they tell their story in the movie Big Sick. If you've never seen that, I would also recommend it. However, uh, that's probably something that you're going to have to be in the mind frame for as well because it is pretty sad. It's about um, them meeting, which is sweet and lovely, but also um, she's got some heart things and some health things and so that was really scary for them um and so that that movie can be emotional so just a a fair warning that's on amazon prime i believe oh good to know i think it's free oh maybe also good to know (laughs) hopefully it is (laughs) we make no guarantees however um i guess they've had a lot of podcasts together they are a married creative couple um, Emily used to be a therapist. I don't know if she keeps up with her license or whatever, but um, they are doing this podcast because they, like everybody else, are staying in a whole lot more because they need to, um, especially with her health issues. She needs to be really careful. And so they are pretty upbeat, but it is kind of related to everything that's going on right now. So if you just don't want to talk about it anymore then maybe it's not the podcast for you but they talk about and what i think people who listen to us might like it is because i mean they're a married couple talking about entertainment that they're watching what gets them through the day um she gives some helpful tips usually about how to handle anxiety or you know being sad and everything else that's going on um they're pretty real about how they're handling things um kumail talks about uh his nightmares that he's having which is funny because i mean i i've been having (laughs) i always have a lot of dreams (laughs) but it is funny to like wake up from a dream and go oh okay that's That's because yeah 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 yeah, we have it's been really interesting so um i've been listening to that they tend to be upbeat i enjoy that um nice cathartic it is it is so that's really I get, you know, it's whatever. It's a weekly podcast. They have some bonus episodes. Um, they had Ike Barinholtz on the other day, which I haven't listened to yet, but he's always funny. So, And I guess the other thing we've been watching on YouTube is I try to keep informed about everything, but yeah. a really good source of information. And just like people put me at ease a little bit more 
on terms of things uh, was it's two people on YouTube, two doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first one is Ed Hope, Dr. Hope. Yeah. Um, They're both UK doctors. Both UK doctors. Yeah. And Rowan Francis. Uh, From Medlife Crisis. Medlife Crisis. The other one's Dr. Hope. Um, and they are really good sources of information. They are, they are great. They give you all the information they have. Um, Dr. Hope's a little bit better with the bedside manner. <laughs> He's very upbeat, very nice. Uh, Med life's a little bit more straightforward. Uh, still has jokes, stuff like that. Tries to yeah. You know, tries to keep it light that way, even though he's giving they're giving you information. You know? Yeah. And yeah, I'd recommend keeping up with those two. They are. Uh, Dr. Hope does vlogs from inside mm-hmm. the emergency rooms. Um, people he works with, uh, specialists. Uh, and MedLife Crisis will give you some of the i mean a lot of their content changes because of yeah and i do enjoy that about them because they give you perspectives as doctors um and i think uh dr francis he's a cardiologist right whereas dr hope is like in like the yeah and tends to be i think more in the uh like emergency room setting medicine type of doctor so they have two different viewpoints um in terms of what they specialize and focus on um, they kind of give you a, hey, personal, here's what I've been going through and here's what I've been seeing. But then sometimes they, uh, do like special focused in episodes where we're like, hey, we're just going to talk about how ventilators work and why they're important. Or, hey, we're just going to talk about the virus and why it's important. And, and it's, it's always comforting to have smart pretty people tell you <laughs> like things are gonna be okay and here's what's going on so <laughs> you made a face <laughs> smart pretty people yes and yet one of the doctors i like or not <laughs> there's this really really like hollywood good looking doctor i also like to watch i'm gonna add him in okay no go uh, ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to leave more... him out <laughs> i like him he's a, he he's a little bit more uh acerbic to an extent yeah yeah but still gives you pretty good information. That's Dr. Mike, and he's an American doctor in New York. Um, I mean, he got to interview, like, Dr. Fauci and stuff, yeah. too. So he's Who got some though? good. <laughs> That's right. Fauci is trying to get the word out. Uh, but he's been pretty pretty awesome, too. I- I'd recommend those guys, those, all yeah. three of them. He's fine. He just seems a little bit more slicked back Hollywood to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that's, that's pretty good the stuff we've been watching together. Um. And I guess with that, we'll bring this episode to a close. Sorry it's been so long. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're also going to try to link to some things where if you need some help, hopefully these are places where you can get some help. Um, or if you are doing okay, but you want to find ways to donate or to help people, uh, you can also look at these links and yeah. see. If and those will can... all be at Um We'll leave a link on for everything that we're talking about. Yeah. Most stuff, anyway. That's a, there's a lot of TV shows <laughs> I'd have to link trailers to. I don't know if I'm going to do that. But most of the stuff, <laughs> we'll have links to. Um, I guess with that, well, thanks for chilling out with us for a little while. Yeah. I uh, hope everybody's safe and everybody's awesome. Yeah. Stay safe. So, bye. Uh, bye. Bye.